Hey, Story Pillar friends. It's me, Meg. We hope you're having a great summer. Sneak, Bean, and I are too. And we're on the lookout for more unstick tricks for season two of Story Pillar. If you have good advice for handling feeling jealous or guilty, send a grown-up to storypillar.com slash unstick tricks for more information. We'd love to hear what you would do in those sticky situations. And finally, before we start, Grown-ups, if you're on the lookout for a fun and calming listen for your family this summer, check out Peace Out Podcast. Here's Chanel with everything you need to know. Hey there, this is Chanel from Peace Out Podcast. What helps you when you're upset or stressed out? On Peace Out, we talk about superheroes, constellations, and sea bunnies while we do calming breathing exercises inspired by yoga and mindfulness meditation. Listen to Peace Out before bed, when you need a break, or anytime in between. Check us out at peaceoutpodcast.com. Peace out. 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 And peace within. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out. And peace Okay, ready for the show? Hey, Story Pillar friends. It's me, Meg. So, we were supposed to be ready to start Season 2 of Story Pillar next week on August 14th, 2023. But Snake's been having a lot of fun at comic book camp, and Bean is busy making robots out of jello, and I'm still tracking down a few more unstick tricks. So next Monday, we'll have one more story snack for you, and then we'll be back for season two, for real this time, on Monday, August 21st, 2023. So pull up a chair, or as Sneak would say, a tomato, <laughs> and get ready for another taste of Mighty as a Mouse from episode four. Ready? Here we go. Mighty as a mouse? Adapted from Fairy Legends of the French Provinces by Martha Ward Carey. You be quiet, Fig said, frowning down at his rumbling belly. Unless you want me to eat that rock over there. He spun in a circle, searching for the least hard patch on the very hard boulder on which he sat, and scowled down at the waves crashing into the shore below. He plopped his head on his paws, the tufts of thick fur that sprouted from between his toes tickling his chin. I am not hungry, I am not hungry, I am not hungry, he muttered to himself, shaking the buzzing flies away with his long ears and giving the feather duster of his tail an agitated twitch. Gurgle, splurgle, splack, his stomach protested. What exactly do you want me to do? He shouted, jabbing a paw at the rocky shore and distant mountains. 
Do you see any food? Came the answer. Well, what do you think is going to happen? That if I just close my eyes and make a wish, a fat, juicy meal will just fall from the sky? And turning away from the sea, Fig threw back his head and shouted in a mocking voice, Oh, great sky, greatest of all the big blue spirit things, give me that for which I long most desperately. (gasps) And writing himself, he stood, hands on his hips, both he and his stomach waiting for a reply. Just as he was about to flop down and get back to not thinking about food, he heard a voice. Okay, here you go. Huh? Fig's eyes flew open in surprise. And then he saw and heard it. A small squealing ball of fluff fell from the talons of a swooping hawk and hurtled through the sky toward him. Thinking fast, he stuck out his paws where the strange flying creature landed with a tiny thud. Looking down, Fig saw that it wasn't in fact a particularly fuzzy raindrop, but a small striped mouse, the kind that darted under the mats of tangled grass covering the hillsides and the kind that tasted particularly delicious served with roasted pistachios and walnuts. Fig licked his lips. Then he eyed the small creature, who was studying him intensely, face scrunched in puzzlement. Bunny? it asked. Fennec. I'm a fennec fox, Fig replied gruffly, watching as it blinked its extremely beady, but somehow also extremely adorable eyes in confusion. The mouse blinked again, clearly not convinced. Well, yeah, okay, a very small fox, all finnicks are. But what I lack in size, I make up for in swiftness and smarts and... Rumble splash, his stomach reminded him. (sighs) And self-control, he finished with a sigh. For as he watched the little mouse sit back on its haunches and begin licking the dust from its ridiculously floppy ears... Tenderness for the little creature won out over the hunger pains squeezing his belly tight like a fist. And that is how Fig became a father. And how Mouse, for that quite simply was her name, became his daughter. The two made their home in a bumpy hill set back from the shore, and soon the maze of chambers and tunnels Fig had burrowed in its side rang with the sound of Mouse's tinkling laughter and his terrible dad jokes. Wait, wait, wait. What do you get when you put a phone in a banana? Dad. They were happy. Well, mostly happy. Because no matter how many berries or olives they ate, Fig was, of course, a strict vegetarian now. Mouse stayed, well, a mouse. And it wasn't too unusual for the other Fenix to accidentally scoop her up for a game of catch. Ah, I'm not your ball. Or mistake her for a tasty snack. You can't eat me. I'm your niece. And after months and years of being tossed about and nearly eaten, Mouse had finally had enough. That's it, she squeaked angrily. 
I am done with being a mouse. What, what do you mean? Why? Fig scrunched his brow. Because being a mouse is the worst. That's why everyone thinks I'm a ball or a fuzzy olive. And last week, Uncle Ahmad tried to eat me again. Her eyes welled with tears. Oh, mousy. Fig scooped her up in a gentle hug. That does sound pretty terrible. It, it is. Well, we'll just have to come up with a plan. And so, the next day, they sat together at the entrance to their burrow, Mouse warily eyeing the faded blue sky above them. Papa, are you sure this will work? Nope, but it's worth a try, Fig answered. And throwing back his head, he stretched his arms wide and shouted, Oh, great blue sky, greatest of all the big blue spirit thingies. Make this mouse as big and powerful as the sun. How is that? He whispered, winking down at Mouse. Great, she chirped and settled in to wait for a reply. After a minute of nothing but crashing waves and whining gnats, there came a voice. The same voice as on that day they had met many years before. As powerful as the sun. Hmm. And suddenly, as if by magic, a towering bank of clouds rolled in, completely blocking the sun's fierce rays from view and throwing the land below into darkness. Uh, Fig crinkled his snout in confusion. I guess not? Well, make me as powerful as a giant, terrible storm cloud then, Mouse squeaked, bouncing on her toes and stretching her arms wide. As big and strong as a storm cloud. Interesting idea. And with a whoosh, a fierce gust of wind rose up and raced across the sky, pushing the dark clouds before it like a herd of very stubborn, very puffy gray sheep. Wait a second, Fig narrowed his eyes. The wind then. I want to be as strong and fierce as the wind. Mouse puffed her cheeks, blew out with all her might, and whirled in circles until she fell on her bottom. Are you sure? The question hung in the air around them. <sighs> Let me guess, grumped Fig, crossing his paws. There's something more powerful even than the wind, something so massive and sturdy that not even the strongest gust could topple it in a million years. Am I right? Now you're catching on. The sky encouraged. Ooh, I know, exclaimed Mouse, jumping up and down. The mountains! Nothing could possibly be stronger than a mountain. She squeezed her eyes shut, pressed her arms tight to her sides, and stood as tall as she possibly could. Which wasn't all that tall, considering she was a mouse. Okay, she called to the sky. I'm ready! Okay came the doubtful reply. Holy pistachio, Fig huffed. Are you serious right now? We get it. 
It wasn't the sun or the clouds or the wind, and apparently it's not the mountains. Can you just tell us, please, who or what is the most powerful? Look down, the voice sang. Mouse was intrigued. Look down, look down, look down. She turned in a slow circle and stopped, eyes lighting on a small hole, a small mouse hole, half hidden in a tangle of dried grass. Bingo! The sky cheered and sent a gust of wind to shake the dry brambles in a twiggy round of applause. Wait, a mouse? You're saying the mightiest thing of all, even mightier than a mountain, is a mouse? Fig shook his head. I'm losing my mind. Ooh, but the mighty mouse can burrow vast tunnels deep into the side of even the tallest mountain, asked the voice. Uh, lots of animals, he pointed out. I, for one, I mean, my burrow is right over there. Well, yes, but you get the point, right? Things aren't always what they seem. Even the smallest creatures can be great. Can you just go with it, please? You're wrecking the flow of the story. Fig rolled his eyes, but stayed quiet. <clears throat> as mighty as a mouse, Mouse murmured, trying the words on for size. And then, something clicked. As mighty as a mouse, she repeated in a strong, clear voice. Because I may be small, she jumped to her feet. But I'm smart. And I can run blindfolded through our tunnels better than any of my cousins. And, and I am nobody's snack. The strength of her words made her stand as proud and powerful as the tallest mountain, the strongest wind, the fiercest storm cloud, and the brightest sun. Atta girl, exclaimed the voice, recognizing that its work here was done. Atta girl echoed Fig, eyes full of pride, as he watched his daughter, his mighty, mousy daughter, glow with confidence, never to accidentally be almost eaten ever again. The End <laughs> That's definitely one of my favorites. And a good reminder that even tiny things can have a big impact. <laughs> okay, thanks for listening to this week's Story Snack. Grown-ups, don't forget to head to storypillar.com slash unsticktricks if your child has great advice for what to do when they're feeling jealous or guilty. And don't forget, we'll have one more Story Snack for you next Monday, and we'll be back for good for season two on Monday, August 21st, 2023. Thanks for listening. And remember, whatever summer throws your way, you got this. And we'll be here cheering you on. Hey, Story Pillar friends, grownups. If you're looking for another great summer listen for your family, check out Interviews with Daddy and Aiden. 
It's a podcast where four-year-old Aiden and his dad, Jesse, interview some of the coolest people in the world. They've talked to everyone from FBI agents, U.S. Olympians, veterinarians, firefighters, and even Blippi. (laughs) Together, Daddy and Aiden help your kids imagine what the future might hold and remind all of us that anything is possible. Watch or listen to interviews with Daddy and Aiden on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts.